0: Have you found yourself just surviving at work versus thriving through it? Well, I did too, and it caused me to end a 20-year career. When I look back at that experience, I was lacking the community I needed to make it through it. That's why I wanted to create this group where amazing women can come together to help each other. We are not complaining and we are not whining. We are solving each other's problems with the goal of thriving through the shit we find ourselves in. Hello, Thriving Through the Shit community. I hope you guys are all having a great week. I am sitting in my office in the D.C. area. It's actually in Northern Virginia. Nova, as most of you know. Uh, if you're from this area, and it, it is an amazing day. It's sunny, beautiful, great day to go walking. So once I'm done with this podcast, I'm going to take a couple of my dogs and we're going to go outside and get some steps in. Um, so listen, you guys, I that's actually a great segue because getting steps in is a goal of mine. And this podcast is going to be about goals. I'm not going to take you through a big leadership training on what makes a goal and all those kind of things. I'm going to have more of a discussion about setting goals and how to achieve them because we all know we need to do it we all know it's critically important to us and typically we overlook them because we are busy as hell Uh, many of you are taking care of full-time careers you're taking care of kids you uh, have a partner that lives in your house you might be cooking dinner you might be making lunches you're trying to survive and life is crazy so I just happen to have a whole lot of people around me right now that either have really, really young kiddos like newborns, which is obviously its own challenge, or they have kids that are like in that age, like it's before driving. The kids can't drive yet, but they're in every sport in the world. And it seems like a lot of my clients and a lot of my neighbors and a lot of my friends are in that. Larry and I are in the empty nest time of our life, so we're in a very different time. But I can tell you when we were in the cray cray time of our life too, If I look back at that, of course, I I guess I set goals, but probably not very well. And it certainly wasn't my priority. So I have a feeling a lot of you are saying, yeah, I say that I have goals, but I bet you're not paying much attention to them and your days get away from you and you don't pay a lot of attention or make them a priority. So how do we do that? How can we make our goals a priority without just saying, well, just do it? You know, it's just easy. I will, I want to just give you some success tips that I have for doing that because I think at this point in my life, it took me 40, almost seven years, I'll be 47 in about six days, but it took me that long to maybe get good at this. I would, you know, I say I would give myself maybe an A minus in this category right now. So what brought me to an A minus instead of maybe a C minus most of my life? Well, the first answer is you can't set too many goals, you guys. One of the things that I deal with a lot with my clients is they have a goal list that, you know, shit, it could be like 10 goals or 15 goals or, you know, something, and that is just too much. It is just too hard. Even me at empty nest times, I, you know, I spend my days at home and, you know, doing my work at home. Um, I have a lot more time on my hands to focus on that kind of stuff. I could never get my mind around 10 goals. It's way too hard. So the first thing that I would encourage you to do is be realistic, set a couple goals. Now, I know work, you all, is different. Typically at work, if you do have goal setting, a lot of people will do like, hey, let's do three work goals and two personal goals that's fine because work goals are typically tied to your performance and having five you know somewhere around there that is manageable because typically you know like i was in the sales function for a long time one of my first goals was to achieve my budget well obviously that's what i was working on every day so that goal is front and center another goal would be able to you know lead my team in a way that helps them grow you know those kind of things but when it got to personal goals It was a couple goals because it just wasn't realistic to focus on a ton. So if you're one of those people right now that says, I've got 10 goals, and you know, or I've got, 10, uh, you know, a lot of people will say to me, well, my vision statement is this and there's 15 goals underneath it. I always question, I say, okay, well, tell me how you're going to manage it. And if you've got full-time life to be able to manage those goals, great. But I don't think that's very realistic. So what I would encourage you to do, I don't know what the right number is for you, but I can tell you for me, it's like three. I pay attention to three personal goals. That works for me. If I do any more than that, I'll be honest with you. They look good on paper, but I'm not going to pay attention to more than three. When I do my three goals, though, I, you know, those are real for me and those are where I spend a lot of time. So like a personal goal for me right now, you guys, I don't get super sophisticated here. I want to drink 66 ounces or more of water every day. I want to exercise for at least 30 minutes a day. And I am following a clean eating um, sheet that I got from a trainer. I'm following that at least six days a week. Those are my goals. And so they're very specific. They're something I can make happen. They're measurable. I, You know, you guys have probably heard of SMART goals. And, you know, that's specifically stating what it is. Are they measurable, attainable? You know, having a goal, for example, to... Shit, I don't even know. I don't even know how to make one up, but that's not attainable. Actually, you know what I see a lot in the workplace for the non attainable goals? A lot of people will have a goal that they can't impact in their job. And it's really like another functions goal um, that, for example, I used to do this. I was in the sales function and I would put a goal together that really was a marketing goal. And if I was honest with myself, I didn't have the opportunity to impact that as much. Now I could collaborate and influence it, but that goal was not mine. So it was not very attainable. I didn't have the budget for it. So you've got to, you know, I'm, I'm on the smart goal thing. You've got to make sure that the A matters a lot, that it is attainable. The other goal is is it relevant? So like in my personal world I told you you know all three of the goals that I just explained to you, those are health driven. I became pretty unhealthy over this last year. When I left my job and we moved to the DC area, it was fun. I had a great time. I focused on you know getting to know where I was, figuring out who I wanted to be when I grew up. I ate all the things here, um, you know tried all the food in DC and while that was a blast and I don't regret it, my health suffered. I had I grew two sizes. I wasn't exercising the way I needed to, and it just wasn't good. And so I will. I'm going to be very vulnerable right now, but. <laughs> My mom, as you guys know, she had some health problems. Uh, she has a knee surgery that didn't go so well, and so I spent a lot of time with her over two months in the summer. And my mom got on the scale, and I realized that I weighed more than my mother for the first time in my life. And I almost died. She laughed so hard when she saw my reaction because I basically was a forty-six-year-old woman that ran and jumped on her bed and had a temper tantrum. <laughs> so I just had that moment where I was like, "Holy God, shit's got to get real here. I got to get." back in order. So anyway, that's, you know, all my goals are around that. It's really more health driven right now. And it's very focused on that. And so with you, that's the other thing that I would encourage you to do is are your goals relevant for you? And, you know, the watch out on the relevant side is if they're not relevant to what you're trying to achieve, your overall vision or something that you can influence, you know, whatever it is then it's not attainable and you're gonna spin your wheels and you're gonna feel bad about yourself. So really ask yourself that question and say, is my goal relevant to what I need to do? Is it relevant to my team if you're in work or is it relevant to what I'm trying to do personally? And if not, that's not a real goal for you. And then the final one is you gotta have a time frame around it. So with me, like clean eating, this clean eating sheet that I'm doing, it's not super restrictive, but you know, it certainly has a lot of food that is eliminated from it. I can't do this for the rest of my life. This is not something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life because there are foods that I'm missing on it. So I'm going to, you know, I'm doing this clean eating one month at a time and I'm making the decision. If I go to the next month, it is working for me. I feel good. I've been able to thank God lose about 15 pounds. I got about 10 more to go. Cause like I said, I ate all the things. Um, but it's working for me, but I do do this in thirty-minute increment or thirty-day increments because if I just said, "Oh, I'm gonna do this forever," like you just can't, you guys. So it's gotta have a time frame on it that you really hold yourself accountable to. So this idea of smart goals—I try not to be super academic on this podcast, but I really do like the idea of smart goals. And so I'll, I'll summarize it for you: you specifically have to state it. I'm gonna drink sixty-six ounces of water every day, or I'm gonna move thirty minutes every day. Or I'm going to stop procrastinating on making this decision by doing this this week. I will tell you that I did this. I need to take um, a certification exam for coaching program that I went through And I just hadn't applied yet. I was like procrastinating on a couple things. And I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to focus in. I'm going to get very specific. I'm procrastinating on this thing. This week, I am going to apply to take this certification test. And guess what? I immediately, when I stated that in a coaching session with someone, we got off the phone. I did what I needed to do to apply. And now I'm waiting back for approval. So, you know, that's what I mean when you have to specifically state it. Is it measurable? If it is not measurable, you guys, you're not going to be able to do it. So I'll give you an example and a washout for this. Some people will say, I'm going to start practicing gratitude. Well, what does that mean? Like how? So when you specifically put a goal together, you say, I'm going to start practicing gratitude by writing in my journal every morning before I go to work three to five things that I'm grateful for. That is very measurable and it's very specific. Attainable. Is it attainable? I'm going to walk on the moon. Hmm. Maybe. If I said that, I'm not sure, I mean, I guess I could make that happen, (laughs) but boy, I'm not anywhere close to that. That might not be a good goal for me, but I can practice gratitude before I go to work every day by writing three to five things down in my journal, or I can drink 66 ounces of water, or I can work out three times a week, Or I can join a women's network group in D.C. to meet more professional women. You know, those things are attainable. They're in my control. If you're at work, do you own the budget? Is it something that your team can do? If the answer is no, it's probably not an attainable goal. The next one, is it relevant? Does it? work with what I'm trying to do big picture wise. Maybe you have a vision of what you're trying to do. In my case, my goals are relevant to improving my health. Uh, If they weren't, then I might have to kind of throw them aside. For your work, if your goal is you know, to, I don't know, do something like develop a product in your in the sales world, probably not attainable or relevant for you. So, you know, realize that the goals you're making are not wish lists. They are true goals that you need to be relevant to what you do. And then time, you know, can you, what is the time frame that you're doing this? Are you doing this for a month at a time? Are you achieving this in six months? Are you having quarterly check-ins? You know, is it daily check-ins? What is it? So I love this idea of SMART goals. I realize that's academic, but I think to achieve goals, you really have to follow something like this. And that's what I do. But why this podcast was inspired for me to do it is because every time I work on goals, if I try to work on goals alone, my success rate is so low. It's just low because, yes, do I hold myself accountable to things? I'd like to believe so. But when it's just me and I'm the only one focusing on it and no one else knows and I don't have a tribe with me, as I say, to try to help or, you know, some kind of motivation, it fizzles out, you guys. It just fizzles out. And I think that most of us can agree to that. So someone recently, I I love what she did. Her and I. I was sharing, our husbands are very close. They're in the army together. And I was sharing with her husband, um, you know, this healthy eating thing that I'm doing and that I had lost some weight. Maybe Either I shared it with her husband or my husband did. But whatever it was, it got back to my friend that I was doing this. She texted me and she said, hey, what are you working on? And so I shared it with her. And she took it and she said, you know, I love this. I don't know that I can do all of it, but I'm kind of inspired to, you know, she needed to work on her health too. Uh, She has some knee problems. She was looking to lose weight, you know, things like that. And she asked me. She said, "Would you want to join a face group book with, or a face group kind of uh, Facebook group with me, and really hold each other accountable for goals with a few people?" And I said, "Well, sure. You know, of course." Well, you guys, there's only like 15 of us, maybe. I have no idea who these women are. I've never met them other than my friend that started it. She put us in a Facebook group. Uh, It's called Girls With Goals, which I love. I love being a part of it. And we post stuff every day about what we're doing. So we do it for 30 30 days. So it's a month at a time. Um, she's definitely the leader of it, which I love. But we're all starting to participate more. And I'm so rooting for these ladies. I love it. You know, this we we get on there and, you know, I'll be honest, I bought some Intamin's donuts yesterday and those are very much not clean eating. And my husband and I are both addicted to those things. So when I bring them home, like we're so bad. You know, and I did it, you guys. I was at the grocery store. I picked him up. It wasn't my husband. I can't blame anyone except me. But I shared on there. I was like, well, I have to be honest, ladies. I caved. This is what I did. But I also walked twelve thousand steps. Thank goodness. So I got you know my exercise in and my water. And you know they're supporting me through. Like, hey, that stinks, but move forward, etc. So I share this with you because for you to achieve your goals, you guys. You have to have a partner at minimum. You have to have a partner. So it could be your husband, your wife, your spouse, your partner. It could be girlfriend, boyfriend. It could be strangers like what I'm talking about. There's another goal that I have, you guys. I've lived here for over a year now, and I haven't met a lot of women In the professional setting, because, you know, my work doesn't allow me to do that. And so I really need to be proactive to do that. So there's another woman that I coach with in town. Uh, She's also getting her certifications like I am. And I was sharing with her that I'm really interested in doing this. And so, you know, she helped get kind of gave me some ideas. She's from here. But then we talked about like, why don't we just set up a women's network, a professional network? And again, it doesn't have to be 150 people. It might just be 10. It might be five, you know, but what if we invited a few people and said, hey, this is what we're looking to do and see what happens. And so we're kind of taking the bull by the horns. But I tell you this because if I hadn't talked to her about this, I would still be sitting here going, okay, so do I go to like the Chamber of Commerce? Like, is there a women's network? Like, what the hell do I do? And I'd probably be sitting on this for another six months. So, the most important thing, in my opinion, of having a goal, it's not so much creating the SMART goal. I mean, I do believe in that. It's telling someone else and inviting them to be an accountability partner with you. It's inviting people in to help you and to motivate you, and vice versa. It's sharing your desires and your need and saying, oh my gosh. I feel like crap or I feel amazing and I want to create goals with, you know, all this amazingness, whatever. It doesn't have to be bad motivation, but getting people involved. And so this holds true, whether it's personal goals or professional goals. Um, It very much holds true when you get developmental feedback that usually creates a lot of personal goals, personal professional goals, I should say for people. So if someone comes back and says, Hey, you know, you're not good at this thing. Hopefully they say it with a little bit more tact and a lot more, um, you know, decisiveness around it. But if they say you need to develop in this area, that usually becomes a personal goal to you. But if you don't invite someone else to help you with it, you will not succeed at it. And so depending on what the personal goal is, if it's your boss telling you that, maybe you invite your boss in and you say, hey, listen, you know, you've know, you told me in these situations, I need to improve here. I'm really gonna work on that. Here's what I'm gonna do. Can you please give me feedback after every meeting or after every presentation or you know whatever it is? If it's not your boss, fine, go to a mentor, go to a peer, go to your team and say, hey, team, this is an area that I wanna improve on, if you see that I'm not, will you please invite me? What do you think I can do here to do better? And so having your tribe, you guys, having your people to help you is so important. And if you don't know how to do it, take the leap and do it yourself. There's another woman, it's very similar to the story I just told you, but there's another woman who is really big into workout. She did, she's like a kind of a certified, uh Oh, so are you there? Okay. So I just had some problems with my mic. Hold on. Okay. I just had some problems with my mic. So bear with me on that. But listen, so there was another woman who she's an amazing kind of certified instructor of things like, um, the beach body, uh, stuff and, you know, really good instructor in those areas. Shit. Okay. I am so sorry. I'm going to cut these. Okay. So she took a year off. She's got uh, teenage girls took a year off of her health and she just said, screw this. And she created another Facebook group and it's, it's workout stuff. It's ideas of how to be nutritious. It's, you know, she, videos, her workout, you know, kind of in that fast paced way to inspire us and to keep herself accountable. And we love it. Again, I don't know so many of these women's on on here, but let me tell you, I tell her, I'm like, Hey, I'll walk in and I'm posting a picture of myself with these strange ladies on there and they're cheering for me and, and the whole thing. So, you know, there's such great ways that we can connect and do things to help each other. And my main message to you is, regardless of if you use SMART goals, you write, you know, you write them on a napkin, you don't write them down at all and they're in your head, the number one success that you can do, or I should say the number one way you can, you know, encourage yourself to be successful is invite someone in, have an accountability partner, create a group, um, you know, that's like-minded and you don't have to know them. It can be Facebook. That's cool. So, you know, do something that allows you to be successful in this way and invite people into it. If you hear nothing that I said. All I'm saying is get yourself an accountability partner. You have to do it. It's the only way. So hopefully right now you guys are saying, oh my gosh, I don't have, you know, yes, I have accountability partners. This is no big deal. I knew all this stuff. But if you are saying, darn it, I've thought about these things for a long time. I've written them on a piece of paper, but I just haven't made any progress. It's because someone's not holding you accountable. Um, It's quite honestly, you guys, it's how a lot of my coaching clients come to me. They will say, listen, listen, I just need someone to talk to, someone that is, you know, non-biased and someone that can hold me accountable and help me develop. And, you know, and that's usually as on our first call when I'm asking people what their goals are and what we're trying to achieve. So much of it is that, you know, I just need someone to be in this with me. And so if you're one of those people, make sure you've got someone in there with you to help you achieve it. Okay, I hope you found this helpful. I am going to jump off here. I think we got the information out there. I encourage you guys, don't overdo your goals. If you have 20 goals, it's too many. I would say if you have more than five, it's it's too many in my personal opinion. Some of you may disagree with me, but that's just where I am. Life is hard, life is busy. So I think it's better to have a few goals that you can really focus on than have this whole whiteboard with tons of goals that are just overwhelming and maybe don't let you get the success that you need. So I wish you the best with this. If you guys want to talk about goal setting, if you have any opinions on what I said, please find me on Instagram at thriving through the shit. You can email me at thriving through the shit at gmail.com. And if you're looking for any coaching or uh, consulting type work, you can find me at a woman with heart Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Thriving Through the Shit podcast. If you like what you heard today, please rate and review this podcast. Also, if you're interested in learning more about Julie's consulting or coaching business, please visit this website, A awomanwithheartconsulting.com, and you'll see how you can get in touch with her there. I so appreciate you being part of this community. I believe we solve our challenges so much better when we work together. Have a great week.